If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season five of Pero Let Me Tell You. Bueno, our guest this week, we first fell in love with him in my so-called life. He's recently now taken us to the future on Star Trek Discovery, and there's been a whole lot in between. I mean, he was, he's been one of the bravest knights. He's been one of the Red Band Society. He went on a coffee date. He was a party monster. I mean, you, we can go on and on and on because clearly I'm a fan. We have with us <laughs> Wilson Cruz. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, man. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. That was very nice. Thank you for that intro. Yeah. So I was, it also gave me a second to turn off all of the devices so that we're not interrupted. <laughs> See, I know how this works. I was helping you, you know, a little vamp there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the, the long resume helped fill the time. I appreciate it. I'm just kidding. I'm just... No, no. Oh, yeah. You know, as we start, I, first, again, I, I got to say thank you. You know, we, we've interviewed, you know, a couple really cool people, actors, uh, singers, et cetera. But I got to say, you're one of the first who, you know, we dealt with directly who was just like, listen, this is when I'm available. Let me know. <laughs> you know, because everybody's like, and with reason, you know, you're a busy guy, but people are like, oh, here's my manager, my publicist, et cetera. And like, literally, we just got the email from you that was just like, yo, I'm open next Wednesday. Like, can we do it? <laughs> well, you caught me at a good time because I'm on hiatus. And um, Omicron is, you know, feeding its way through the public. So I have some time on my hands. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, let's be real. Yeah. But, you know, like if I was in shooting schedule, then I would be sending you to someone else. So, but right. I had the time, you know. <laughs> okay, we're, we're so glad you did. Now, you know, as long as I can recall, and, you know, again, as I said earlier before we started, you know, you and I are roughly the same age, so... I feel like I've kind of grown up with you um, being a part of my life. So as a gay Latino, I want to thank you for that. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. I was able to turn off the screen where I can see myself. That was driving me crazy. You're welcome, Papito. You're welcome. You know, and and obviously, you know, people first knew you on My So-Called Life with with, uh, the role of Ricky. And... 
you know, at the time, that was what, late 90s, mid-late 90s? 1994, 1994. Wow. You were not anything that we had seen on TV before. You know, it, it was... It was a double whammy, almost a trip. For better or worse. <laughs> Listen, it must have been for better because we're still here talking to you, okay? So clearly Fair you made an impact. And I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but it's, you know, you made an impact. Um, you know, you were, it, it was a gay character. It was a Latino character. You know, some would say, even I think if that was done nowadays, you might even be a little more like gender fluid, right? Because of the, the way that he Oh, passed. absolutely. So, you know, back absolutely. then we didn't have a name for it, but, but I think it's fair to say it was a triple threat. Yes, he was, um, he was a walking, talking ball of empathy, right? Like he was, you know, he covered so many bases for so many people. He was Latino and he was black. He was a little chubby, you know, he, so he didn't quite fit into like, you know, the, the, the ideal body image either. He was, um, he didn't, he hadn't quite figured out his sexuality, you know, I think people saw, the, whoever you were, you could see a part of yourself in Ricky Vasquez. There was some part of everybody who, who has, everyone at some point has felt like they didn't belong at some point in their life. Yeah. And, and Ricky really is the, saint, the, the, like the patron saint of that, you know? Well, we need more patron saint Rickies is, is really the, the takeaway there. But... You know, a question that actually, because uh, you know, my co-host and I do talk before before these interviews. Even even when he's not available, he's like, "Ask him this." Um, <laughs> well, we'll see if, if, if I'll answer. We'll it. see we'll if you see. answer. You know, you're, you're, DJ, he's he's mad at you. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> and he co he goes to Florida a lot to visit his parents, so he may hunt you down. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. It out there. Um, but, I wasn't good enough for you to stick around for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what I love to do to to, to Darren. Um, I would have been a really great Puerto Rican mother. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, to oh, no, no. well, honey, no, it's fine. You go, you go. It's okay. It's not like I'm gonna live forever. Okay. No, before I get to the question, now that you brought that up, though, I'm gonna di- I'm gonna do a little sidebar here for a second. It's like my parents. I mean, we're Cuban, but it's the same thing. We're like, if you are. A little heavier. Estás muy gordo. If you're a little thinner, right. estás muy flaco. But you're never right. like you've never walked in the door and been like, "Está perfecto." Right. Like never. Like they will never say that. Well, because they always want to make sure that there's some way that they can take care of you. That's the positive way to put it. You know what I mean? Like there's some like if you're too fat or you're too skinny, they can do something about either of those. That things. is true. They can always feed you. <laughs> yes. So sorry, so that was a total sidebar. But um, no, I, I going, you, go, going back to to Ricky, you know, we we were wondering if, and you've probably answered this question ad nauseum, was that character written as you know a a you know gay Afro Latino et cetera et cetera, or was it just it's you know he's going to be a gay character and you walked in and they're like oh let's add this layer or he's a Latino character and we don't know which way we're going to go like or was it always was he always fleshed out on paper anyway. As, as yeah, as I as think, as you know, the only way to answer that is to, to quote y- to you what Woody Holzman had in the, in the character's description, which was he, you know, Ricky Vasquez, half black, half Latino, uh, androgynous, okay. um, bisexual, 15 year old, right? Uh, that was the character description. Uh, and, and then at one point it said like, like Jodie Foster in, in, Alice, in Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, which I always thought was like an, an odd reference, but colorful nonetheless. Um, but no, I think Winnie had an actual picture of someone in her head when she was writing it, Winnie Holzman. And she, she says that, when, that, you know, they had a really hard time finding this person. It's why, it's why it finally found its way to me because they had gone through everybody else. Um, <laughs> But, that she, but she claims, and she has said this publicly and in print even, that when, you know, she's a very spiritual person. And she said, when I walked through the door, that I was the person she had pictured when she was writing it. And we didn't know each other. Oh. There There's no reason why she would ever know who I was. <laughs> but um, uh, but we've, she and I have always had a very 
you know, solid soul connection, and I think that's part of it. Like she knew me before I knew myself. Oh, that's uh, that's that's so sweet and so, you know, just really genuine. She you saw know? something in me. She saw something in me that I hoped existed, and she, without my asking, identified it and gave me the courage to believe in it. Well, yeah, you were 15, you know, when... when, when this no, I was 19. I was 19. But, you know, in terms of the industry, I was... Baby. You know, a baby. I had, I had had one other job. So basically, I knew where they put the camera. <laughs> Stand here and go. That was... That yeah, was everything cool. else was like stage and, you know, all that. But So I had learned the, the rough outlines of how it worked. And I, I learned, you know, they put me in the fire. Was it, I learned... What is that term? Uh, feet, feet, you know, feet to the fire. I said more. No, sure, that. something like that. It's over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but you know, I, I think the beauty, the beauty of that character, and and you know, ultimately, is that it, it was in a time and place where that wasn't happening on TV. You know, yeah. or, or one could even say in entertainment, right? Um, you know, that many boxes shall we say you know yeah. it, was, it was you know bisexual and even though, and even though he he seems to tick all these boxes he was an individual right, right? right. he was he was uh iconoclastic you know what i mean he's he was his own person but he exists in the world like you can see that person yeah 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 no for sure but i think it also speaks to you know a little bit of of you um again i don't know you so take this with a grain of salt i'm maybe speaking completely out of you know inside my mouth (laughs) okay i know you will you you seem like a very shy person um (laughs) that's me shrinking violet cruise but i think it's interesting you know in in hollywood specifically when I, i think you know especially the 90s you you know people didn't want to seem too Latino. They didn't want to seem too mm-hmm. gay, too this, too that, right? Like it was people almost wanted to be middle of the road, right? Because that's how you would get cast, and there was more opportunities. But you have almost made a career of embracing who you are and being mm-hmm. like, I I I am you know I, I am gay. I am Latino. I'm the you know, and I I don't want to. And again, it's not that you don't want to play none of those characters, but you're like, no, this is who I am, and I'm going to bring that authenticity to it. And you almost seemed to welcome the opportunity to be almost the mascot for for that for that trail. You know, listen, there's a reason EW featured you uh, in the 50th anniversary of uh, of Stonewall. Okay, like it, there, there's a reason. I well, first of all, thank you. Uh, um... You know, this is what I'll say. You know, I'm an actor, right? right? And the only instrument I have is this person, this vessel that I that I exist in, uh, and my experience on this planet, right? And so I can I can extrapolate my experience, which has been um, diverse. Uh, <laughs> um, I can extrapolate that experience. Um, and be empathetic towards so many differently faceted characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my job. Um, what excites me, the thing that drives me, is um, characters who speak to the humanity of people like us. Um, because I feel like I'm also being useful in that moment. That it's not just about you know the vanity of the art that I take part in, right? Uh, but that, in the end, when it's done and it's received, that hopefully it will be an instrument of self-acceptance, um, erase some ignorance, uh, you know, uh, uh, allow people to feel empathy for someone or a community they've never even considered. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the projects that that when I get the opportunity to do them, I want to. I'm all in. Does that mean that they have all been that? No, right. because you know, Lenny Nass still has to pay the rent. <laughs> um, 
because no one else is doing that either. So, um, but, you know, it's not an accident that I get the roles that I'm most excited about. You know, so as much as I liked, you know, as much as I, as, as I think I'm a, a pretty good actor, um, I can't fake it when I don't love it. Apparently, I think that's fair. I think that that's a that's a fair assessment, and I think you know yeah. it's you. I guess there's this you know thing where it's like you you almost have to create your own work, right? Like, and 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 so I guess you've been lucky enough to. Oh, I absolutely have had to make my own work, yeah. and not in the, not in the, the the sense in that like I was a writer or a creator of the the projects I was a part of, but early on. You know, some of those roles <laughs> um, in the wrong hands uh, would have been pretty problematic. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, not to pat myself on the back, that's not the point of this. It's, I want this to be a, uh, an example of, of how we should be working within this industry, which is to speak our minds, uh, to use our voices, to not withhold our opinions as artists, especially when inhabiting these roles that represent a community. Um, and so, you know, early on in the 90s, I would get, you know, cast to play a hero or, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever, you know, an unsavory quote-unquote type, as they, would use, they used to say. And my job was to find the humanity in that person. Of course. And to give the writers a per the permission to highlight a bit of that. Right. Um, and if they were unwilling or incapable of doing that, how can I, as the actor, infuse this performance with a humanity uh, that will elevate the material a bit? Right. <laughs> you know, that's my job. Well, yeah, and it, and it speaks to, and yes, we're going to be the, the podcast that pulls a quote uh, that, that you, of yours. Um, you know, you recently yeah. said in Vanity Fair, you know, the notion, of, the notion a queer actor is giving a less demanding performance because he's coming to it from a lived experience just doesn't hold water for me. And I think that applies across the board. You know, yeah. to say that, uh, you know, somebody who's Latino, oh, well, you're only playing Latino roles because it's quote unquote easier for you, right? Because that's what you, it's like. Well, no, it's because I'm bringing a representation that is authentic. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's lived. Like I'm adding a nuance that it's not that you didn't want it to be there as a writer. It's just that you, you haven't lived that experience. You don't understand it. And so that is your job. You don't even know what you want because you haven't seen, you haven't seen us do it for you yet. Right. Right. Like, but also, you know, there's something to be said for, the fact that we still need our voices in those writers' rooms, in those showrunners' spaces, um, so that, you know, they understand the nuance and expect it and are looking for it in performances when they come in and have people read or, you know, whatever, in the, in the production even. So... Yeah, and that's... Yeah. And that's actually like it's all about authenticity, right? Like it's just be it's, and I don't think that's too much to ask. And it's not about wokeness. It's about we we've been in a desert of representation for so many decades that we are in a place now where um, we're unafraid of asking for what we deserve. Right. We just want we just want the 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 world on film, shall we say, to reflect the world. Yeah, I don't think... It's not a weird request. You know, and we're going to stop. We're going we're gonna to remove this gauze that made it okay for all of our major mainstream cultural tentpole uh, productions to erase us. That's not acceptable anymore, right? Like, there was a whole... There were decades where we, we sat around and said, okay, I guess that's okay. It's all it's what we had, and, and we didn't right. And that the, that the white actor was was the the what you know the you know was supposed to represent us all was the standard. Like no, yeah. They, why did they get to be the standard? They're not even the majority anymore. Yeah, who took this vote? Like when, when was this happening? And I think social media also plays a big role in it, um, which I have to say is how we actually. I mean, obviously. You've been on our radar for a while, but how we probably first came onto your radar when, um, you know, In the Heights came out, 
Um, yeah. you, I don't, and I don't have the tweet in front of me, so I won't, I, I won't quote you. Um, but I remember, you know, we posted it and we tagged you and, and we, that's how this exchange started. You know, there is something to be said for, yes, we need that representation, but you also, I, I, I know I'm going to say this horribly because it's going to sound like I'm saying we should be happy for what we get, but we also have to understand where we've, where we've been and where we're going and that the road is long and raise your voices, make your, make your concerns known. But at the same time, you know, like we said on the show, we cannot put the burden of all of the Latino representation on Lemanuel Miranda and Gloria Calderon Kelly. I mean, like they're doing so much for us as it is. Like right. it's unfair of us to expect them to, to do every single thing and every da 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 And it's like, there's only so much these people, there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah, and I only stated something that's factually true, which is when when we have more representation, more of us will be represented. Right. The, 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 the lack of, of representation of the diaspora of the Latino community is invisible. Yeah. And my, my assumption, and perhaps I'm wrong, uh, I, it's happened before, my assumption is that given the, the current cultural dynamic and the, the call for more representation that it will be a more represent, representative um, view of our, of our culture. Um, but that comes with more opportunities because like you said, you know, it seems that the only, the only valid Latino artists right now uh, don't necessarily represent everybody. Right. And so then they have, you know, they're called on to represent everyone. Um, and then it doesn't become, uh, it's, it, because it's, it's trying to represent everything, it ends up representing nothing. Mm -hmm. Yep. It does. It loses the ability to be specific, yep. right? So, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, I, yeah. So I, I just feel like the more, the more of us who get to tell our story, the, the more diverse the, 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 the choice of those stories is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense to me, but then again, you and I appear to be on the same wavelength, so don't don't go by us. Uh <laughs> my point. More is more. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about that that diversity, you know, to, to shift to to your current project, Star Trek Discovery, which you guys just got renewed for season five, so congrats on that. We just did. Yes. I mean, we we we've released that into the public. We've known for a little while. Oh, okay. Well, now we're now, now, now we're all in on the gossip. Okay. Um, yes, yes. But chisme. Chisme. So, you know, congrats on that. I know it's it's been a hell of a ride for you guys, but you want to talk about, you know, a, a property that has consistently, I feel, kind of lived up to that initial Roddenberry promise of the future is going to be diverse. There is going to be representation. You know, he, when the original Star Trek, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie. So um, when the original Star Trek came out, obviously he was working within the confines of what was allowed, right? Like, what can we do? What can we get away with? And it seems like with each subsequent, you know, iteration, it's been like, okay, where are we at now? Well, that has to be part of the future. 
you know, that has to be. I mean, you guys, you, you and Anthony Rapp are, are part of the, uh, you know, what, you're the first gay couple to be prominently yeah. featured, uh, at least on, on a track. Yeah, we're definitely, we are the first gay couple, for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. there's a part of me that loves the fact that in the far off future... I'm on, on Star Trek TV. TV, right, yeah. The, there, was that, there was that brief moment in, a, in the movie. With Sulu, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. But a part of me also loves the fact that in this Star Trek world, Mark and Angel are married. There is... Hello. <laughs> Who saw that coming? There is... Uh, well, you know, after after Maureen, you you know, yeah. Angel <laughs> seems appropriate. Um, you know, yeah. it's a step down in the way. drama. We'll say... Uh, that's for damn sure. <laughs> in this timeline, it's Angel and Mark. Yes, yeah. in this timeline. But, you know, even, even moving... You know, beyond that, I mean, it's you know, there there's a, a black woman at the helm. You know, before that, um, it, and I I'm forgetting all the character names, but you know, Michelle Yao, right? Um, what, um, Michelle Yao, yeah. Michelle Yao, yeah. And, you know, and and Tignataro, and you have you know non-binary and and, yeah. and and so it's it's really kind of putting a mirror to where we are now and saying this isn't going away, guys. This is yeah, it looks like the world. It looks like the world, and we're not even talking about it, right? It's it not like is. we're. We're not doing like a special episode about, you know, it's like, nope, um, you know, this season, this season, we just, uh, this season right now, season four, early on in the season, we, one of our characters uh, transitioned, quote unquote, from, uh, you know, a, um, uh, a symbiont into a, 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 a corporeal body. And so it was an analogy, it was an analogy, right? There was a metaphor there. Um, about transitioning, and the and the actor who's playing the character is happens to be trans. So you know, it's this really beautiful way of talking about something and about difference and about you know bodies and what they what they are to us mm-hmm. um, without having a conversation about it, right? Yeah, um, you're not trotting out my embryolic and blossom for a very special. No, and, 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 no, and Anthony and I weren't. You know, we didn't announce our relationship until oh, you. You, it wasn't even an announcement. You, as a viewer, don't don't even know that these two people are a couple until you first meet them as um, co-workers, right? right? Um, that's how little of a deal. Uh, we are. They're just two people who happen to be in love and now have a family um, and have jumped a thousand years into the future together. So um, the stakes are just a little higher than, than normal. That's all. Yeah, and but again, it's... it's oh, and, oh, and I died and come back to life. That part, yeah. Well, I mean, in the future, who hasn't? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it, listen, it's the least they can do in the future, all right? Let's get that technology. Okay. I mean, once you've overcome how to figure out this whole COVID thing, reincarnation <laughs> should be the next, you know? So true. So true. <laughs> so you know, as someone who who's who's really again made an impact in 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 the industry, and I, I you seem like someone who knows it but doesn't know it. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't you don't dwell in the fact that you have made such an impact, and I think it's part of the reason why we love you um, because you. Well, really- I don't think that's I don't think that's for me to say, right? Like that's for me to. I mean, it's flattering and. I, and God knows I hope it's true uh, that I have, you know, affected people in a positive way. But, and, I, and you know, it's, it's flattering to hear it. Um, and, you know, I don't dismiss it in any way because that has been your experience. But I also don't understand it because, I, you know, it's just me. Yeah, well, listen, that's, that's a good thing, okay? Because we all know there are people out there who are probably like, well, of course I've made an impact. I am, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we call those I mean, people yeah, listen, I, would be, I, I wouldn't be sitting here, uh, I would be sitting here lying to you if I hadn't, you know, heard this from people and, and how, how much it has affected me and, you know, has kept me driven through the years, you know? Right. There were some really... Um, uh, difficult years, yeah, uh, just like any actor has, right? Where there's a a, 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 a lack of opportunity, right? Uh, at some point, and you know, one of the things that kept me going was, you know, the people who had, even though I wasn't on a series again for many years, kept in my corner and 
showed up for me and encouraged me and um, lifted me up. Like, you know, the LGBTQ community and the Latino LGBTQ community specifically has been who has kept me alive. Really. Yeah. That goes without saying. I think, I mean, I, I hope that that's obvious. And I guess maybe I, I, I should be more uh about it. well but i think it's i think it's obvious but not in an obnoxious way shall we say like that that's where i was coming from with, with with that statement but um where i was going was you know as someone who has seen the evolution of representation both you know just across the board in 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 the you know entertainment shall we say just to keep it narrow um you know where do you see us where do you see that going how do you see that evolving do you think that it's going to because some people will make the argument that, well, yes, there's representation now, but it's it's at a snail's pace and we're going to keep seeing it. But at the same clip, right, where it's just going to still be like just enough. And there's people who firmly believe, no, 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 we're going to see this explosion in the next, you know, 10 years or whatever the case may be. And I feel like as someone who's been doing this for you know longer than than a couple of years, you may have some insight into it, you know, or, or just your again insight based on your own experiences and thoughts. I'll tell you, um, I think, you know, the demographic shifts that are happening in this country that are real, regardless of whether or not people want to believe that's true. <laughs> for their own. Yeah, get on board, people. <laughs> um, the, the fact of the matter is that in less than 20 years, uh, this country will be majority minority. Yep. And um, the largest of that minority at that point, will, will one of the largest, will be the Latino community. Yep. I think Asians might overtake us, I think, if, from what I'm understanding. But the point is that it will be impossible to um, diminish our presence, you know, I think um, the, what encourages me is how I see there's so many great writers and directors and young actors in the pipeline that are, you know, just starting and who are, I, I think will change the face of the industry. You know, I would think about somebody like Robin de Jesus, who I've known since he was a teenage boy. Okay, he is phenomenal. Like, he is amazing. And he's, more people have to know who he is. Like, yeah, I, I, I think say. he's the future. I think he's the future. And I think, um, I mean, also, I think he and I are the future. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, would, I think he's going to get an Oscar nomination. And I think that's going to be um, in, in an enormous... Uh, um, announcement on onto the stage. I think, he, and he deserves it, right? I mean, if, if you haven't seen his stage work, um, you're missing out. But my point is that the, the pipeline is very encouraging, and so I, you know, in the next, what did you? What was the number you said? The next ten years? I said ten years because it's a nice round number. <laughs> I think in ten years, you know, uh, because of the way that the the industry is changing too, in the sense that. Everything is becoming very um, specific in terms of streaming services and audiences and niches. And, you know, I think that that only helps us make the argument for more, um, more projects and more projects made by us for us, mm -hmm. to phrase, um, because there's less of a risk in terms of um, the, the demand for viewership. And I think when they see the explosion of Latino, the Latino community responding to projects that they see themselves in, that, change, that will change the dynamic. That's very interesting. I think we're starting to see the beginnings of that right now. No, that's an interesting approach I had, honestly. Like, my background is actually multicultural marketing. And I had never thought about it from that angle of. Yeah, um, yeah I also think I also, I'm also really interested in seeing what happens with John Ortiz's new show, Promised Land, um, Same. because that is not a streaming service. That is it, right. It's on it's the on network. It's on network, mm -hmm. and it's Disney. 
Um, and if that takes off, because it's basically a novela. Oh, yeah. It's a full novela, but with great actors. And, but it's high stakes, high drama, from what I can tell, um, about a family. Come on. I mean, it's like, it's like what is that, Dallas? It sounds like Dallas. <laughs> like yeah, but then, you know, but you also then had, like, Baker and the Beauty. Which I, which but, I'm, I and I say, but I also think I, I just have to go back and say, like, John Ortiz is a god, right? That is, so that's true. There's a different caliber of, of recognition. He's the, he brings, he elevates that, and that's why I'm curious to see what happens with it. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well, I'm sorry, so you were going to say Beauty and the Baker? No, 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 no. I was just going to say that, like, you know, Beauty and the Baker was an instance where it was, again, kind of the novela, you know, premise yeah. or format. It's, but it was so comedy ish, right? It had that dramedy element. It was trying to be a bit of a ugly Betty in, in that right. in that sense. That's what I mean. And but it, you know, and and yet we were we thought it did great, and we thought it was doing great, and yet it, the audience never materialized to ABC's liking. Let me let me be very clear because then on Netflix it was like in the top ten or top five for like two months during during the initial COVID. So to your yeah. point, where should they go? Right? Where is the audience that that you can? almost say, okay, I know they are here and there's less risk. Both financial, really. At the end of the day, they're, they're businesses, they're studios. They're going to think with their, with their pocket. Wait, you're saying which, where would they, where should they go when? Well, because you said earlier, you know, there's more options now. So instead of necessarily oh, being oh, a oh, network, oh, well, it's, okay, I know that this may not work on a, you know, traditional network because th- just from a financial standpoint, it's too demanding. But I can put it on you know, a, a Paramount Plus, and and know that I've, due to my own dem- my own research and my own data, I can I can understand where this will work. Well, I'm looking at. I mean, I don't know who else is hiring Latino and especially Latino um, uh, creators more than Disney is right now. True. You, know, you look at Encanto, Love Victor, uh, Promised Land. Uh, you know, the studio is making content for this audience by creators and I would say they're leading the pack. Okay. Now it's up to you to say, you know, if you know the you know if it if it speaks to you, uh yeah. I'm just saying they seem they seem to be making an effort. I think they know they see the numbers. They know Disney's not stupid. At all. <laughs> um so you know I see them making the move. Okay, interesting. And they also have their own their own streamer too. And so Netflix. And Netflix, right? Like Netflix yeah. is also producing you know, bilingually. Yeah. That's that's another thing, is it's it's more the authentic Latino experience, right? As mm-hmm. opposed to just saying, Well, it's in Spanish, so you should like it. You know? Yeah. Which which I'm also interested, I'm also interested to see what happens and you know there's so much change going on, right? I'm also interested in how the studios start investing in their home entertainment situation because I think Latinos uh, are stay at home watch watch a movie people more than they are more than they are let's go to the theater people. Well, we, we do over index. We do over index which, in that. Yeah, which is why I think West Side Story that um, strategy was completely wrong. I still have the way they, because who was going into a theater? <laughs> yeah. I, I love Rita Moreno, but I'm not going to risk getting COVID to go see her. So the point is like that the, the, the marketing and the, the strategic plan of releasing that movie was faulty. Yeah. During a pandemic that you're trying to reach an audience, which we know and see the numbers that they like to watch the movies at home. Yeah. So just put and, it on. And it was a, literally an outbreak of the most infected. That's what sucks. Yeah. Virus. So I can't really fault my people. You know what I mean? COVID's racist. That's all we'll say. It's a- <laughs> COVID is racist. Damn it. Oh, we'll see. I hate to laugh about it. Anyway. Oh, no, we got to. I don't want to talk about, about Star Trek at all, but, I, you know, uh, 
I'm excited for you guys to see. I have a lot to do in the next in the in the second half of the season. I've had a lot to do this whole season. It's been... I was gonna say you ain't been no slack, sir. Like you know, you've been. <laughs> no, I've been my cousin's name this year. Uh, but, you know, he's because uh, now he's he's been the counselor. He's had his own breakdown. Um, you know, so it, it's gonna be interesting for you guys to see where it goes from here. So, so is that your your um, advice to actors? Get more screen time by having your character die and come back to life. That's the. Uh... <laughs> My advice to actors is be so good at your job that even when they kill you, they can't kill you. They can't get rid of you. They can't get rid of you. That's the best advice, man. Be that good. Be that good. Listen, it's that simple. Just be good at your job, right? Yeah. Okay. We're winding down because I know you. You know, it's, it's it. You've got you've got stuff to do. I'm sure. Even with the, I'm sure there's a meal in there that I have to put in the microwave. <laughs> But I, but before, before, well, you know, you're, you're, you're in your hibernating phase. It's winter. Is it still snowing? Huh? Is it still snowing up there or no? Not anymore. No, it it was snowing yesterday. I don't know if you can see here, but, or you probably can't, but this, like, I I have the whole view of of Manhattan here. And yesterday I woke up to that freaking snowstorm and I, because I could see it from my bedroom, from my bed. And when I woke up, I didn't see the buildings. All I saw was like this white. Oh, shit. And I was like, is there fire or something? I'm, there's been fires in New York. It's not been pretty. Um, and I have, you know, you give me a reason to be anxious. And I will take it. I was going to say, typical Latino that, goes to the worst case scenario. Typical yes. Latino, right? Full like, on. Full on. <laughs> Which is why I'm a Capricorn and I have a set of clothes Right out that in case of an emergency. Wait, Capricorn when? December twenty seventh. Oh, okay. Because my boyfriend's a Capricorn, so that's, that's when is his birthday? January. January thirteenth. Just, just. Those are different. They're different. Yeah. yeah. yeah I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm more of the the uh, I get I get younger as I get older, maybe. Uh, not, and not a bad thing to be. <laughs> and I um I make lists. Okay, I think you might have. Does it help you to know that I don't have to write them down anymore? That I can actually keep them pretty straight in my head. You keep mental lists, like I do. I, I can't. I can't. I have to write everything down. Like I'm that guy who makes it to do. I mean, not, I mean, I'm like I do. You know, I still write everything, uh, the important things down. But like now, I don't sit down and do like the, the, my list of things to do. Or if I go to the grocery store, I'm not necessarily that guy. I can actually. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Okay, well, is, it, is it, that that's that's mature. It's a, it's a developed skill, you know. <laughs> you you got to exercise it, right? Dude, yes, the memory is important for my gig, dude. This is actually true. <laughs> Especially with all this science jumbo <laughs> I have to say sometimes. Do you do you even think about it when when you have to say those things, or do you just kind of like let it fly out? Know. By the way, the, my bosses know. So well and good that I am terrible at the science fiction mumbo jumbo stuff because they made me the therapist, right? Because I don't have to. But they, you know, they loved that. They loved the empathy. They loved all that. But now I play both parts. But it does mean that I have to say less of that shit. Expositional information. Um, and it's funny because Alex Kurtzman was like, I was watching an episode one day and I was like, I have Wilson Cruz on my show and I have him saying this weird stuff when I could have him like have meaningful conversations with people. I thought, yes, that's, let's lean in that direction. As the counselor, I want you to analyze that thought and see where it takes you. Yes. So how does that make you feel, Alex? Um, oh man! But that's how you know you have a great boss. Like they see, your, you know, they see the strengths and they play to them. So. Yeah, they're listening to you. You know, L- literally, yeah, literally, literally in this case. Them. But but yeah, I love them. They take very good care of me. They do. Uh, obvious. No, no, it, it, it's obvious. And you know, again, I, I see you all interacting on on Instagram, and you can tell when people are interacting for publicity purposes you know what i mean like because it's part yeah. of the gig and you have to promote the new thing and whatever but you all seem to very genuinely you know get along which you know it, oh, it's, for sure. it, it, you can tell you can tell for sure and, we, and you know don't forget we just went through a traumatic experience together you know I, we all did as a planet but 
you know, the people that you shared the, that time with, you know, are important. Uh, and we took care of each other, you know? Yeah, you were a family, like legit, uh, like, you know, yeah. So, we had a mission, we had a mission, and we made it. We well, succeeded. your mission was to make sure that we get to see Star Trek Discovery actually happen. That was, yes. that was your mission. Well, we, well, you know, we were one of the first productions that started after, really? yes. Yeah, so we were like, we were either first or second. And so as a cat, you know, as a production, we helped develop the protocols. Like, we were, that was a bit of a guinea pig, to be honest with you. Wow. Well, you guys had well, yeah, this is pre-vaccine, right? So you got to remember, we were going to work, hoping and hoping and praying that the the testing, you know, thing was was working, and that that would be that you know they had us in zones, and you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, hacer lo que pueda entre lo que se puede, you know, it's... Exactamente. Yeah. All right, Bobby. But bueno, before I let you go, though, I do want to bring up just one thing, because I, I, we, you know, you are actually, I have to say, one of the guests that we've wanted to have on since we started this project uh, five years ago. Oh. To the point where... You're welcome, then. Well, you're, thank you, thank you, sir. No, thank you. To the point where, where you and I had an interaction that you're actually not aware of that happened, oh, but okay. I am. Oh. Um, so in 2019, I was actually in New York for World Pride, and I was and I was going, and I knew you were like one, you know, one of the grand marshals, and et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of made it a point in my mind. I was like, if I run into him, you know, I'm gonna hand him one of our stickers, or you know, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this happen, right? Like, you know, actualize your your goals, right? So you know, walking around Pride and blah 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 blah, and of course, you know, the one day that we went to go see the Trixie and Katya show in the middle of Times Square. Oh tremendo, no, it was like on a Friday, a Friday, uh -huh. Saturday, and in the tremendo molote of humanity, that was the throngs of Times Square, okay, I'm walking, I'm walking, and who should walk, like, literally right, like, in the opposite direction of me, but you, sir, wearing the most awesome aviator glasses that had, like, a yellowish tint, and for some reason in my memory, you were wearing a mesh tank top, may or may not have been the case, it was probably, there was probably just a lot of mesh tank tops. Oh! I know why you saw me. I was on my way to a ball. I was on, on my way to the ball. I was with Billy Porter. I was meeting Billy at, at the ball. And I remember that mesh thing because I thought real hard about whether or not I should wear it or not. And I guess I would pull it out. And I remember passing by and seeing you and being like, motherfucker, of course, my luck. I, I, yes, I put it out into the universe. It happens, but there's no way in hell that I'm going to be able to oh, get, no. you know, get him a step. I'm like, you know what? That's step one. And here we are, you know, oh, speak? what was that? Did we at least speak? No, 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 we didn't. There was, uh, okay. You were in that. You suck. You were Why in that. Why don't you say <laughs> Because it was okay. You remember the throng of just flash. yeah, yeah, and it yes. was one of those things where we were moving in one direction, you were going the other, and it was I, I saw you, I realized it was you, and by the time I was like, "That's well," you just got lost in the sea of humanity as it kept pushing us, you know, in, in opposite yes, directions. Yes, did you imagine being in a mess of humanity right now? I kind of miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just could you imagine being in one right now? Oh, like that? Hell no. Yeah. Right. Hell no. <sighs> yes. So that's I'm dying. I'm dying for it to come back while I'm still young enough. You are young. Ahme favor. They have so you're old. You are young, okay? And and listen, you you look phenomenal. I mean, anybody who's been on Instagram knows that you have the six pack of a 22 year old. Okay. I need you to not talk about the six pack right now because she's asleep. <laughs> Listen, she's at least yours is asleep. Mine's in a coma. So that's. Hoping, I'll tell you this. I'm hoping she'll make an appearance maybe June, but I'm going to tell you this. I kind of have been enjoying a thicker version of myself. And I don't know. I might. I might embrace it. I don't know. Embrace it. Embrace it, man. I might embrace. I might embrace my inner daddy. <laughs> Listen, why not? It's it, will, it could open a whole, you know, new version of opportunities. You know, where you least expect it. <laughs> okay. Again, thank you so much, Wilson. Like it, this has been a blast, and honestly, I'm I'm ending because. 
I feel like you and I could probably stay on here for another like six hours talking. Yeah. And this is supposed to be twenty minutes. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, always, I always tell everybody. No, no, your thought is mine. No, 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 no. Not even. But okay, that's the thing is that we're a Latino podcast, and I always tell yes. when I'm working with, and when I get the interviews, I'm always like, we only need about twenty minutes. We have never had a twenty-minute interview because you put, <laughs> you put two Latin, two, three, four Latinos together to talk. It's not twenty minutes. That's such a business only us because your partner decided he didn't want to show up. I mean, he's a horrible human being, and frankly, I, I hope there's yeah, no. I can't say that because I didn't get a chance to do it. <laughs> I hope there's no space for him on the starship in the future. That's how bad he is. Okay. I mean, you know, it really is about who you know. <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. I just thought it'd be good to end on a real pendeja note. As it should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pablo. You know, again, thank you so much. And I, next time that I see you in a crowd, I will yes. make it a point to to All yell right. to yell out your name. You're not going to know it's coming from me because we'll be pushed aside again. But but you will hear it. Deal. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head-on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.